everybody. Welcome back. It's time to Bachelor It Up. I'm your host, Megan Fox, journalist by day, bachelor addict by night. And I'm very embarrassed about that. And I'm here with my lovely and talented co-host, Maureen McCabe. She's a mom, she's a comedian, and a Reiki practitioner. Maureen, I have to ask you something. Mm-hmm. If you were going to do your Reiki, I, I know nothing about Reiki, but I know it has yeah. something to do with energy and yeah. patterns. If you were going to treat these contestants... Mm-hmm. <laughs> what what would you be treating them for uh anxiety um and uh the thing about reiki and energy work is usually you have to be sort of open to it um mm-hmm. you know i mean not necessarily sometimes if somebody has a headache or something simple, then that energy can sort of work um, to help with that. But as far as uh, anxiety, you're going to have to really let go and, and you know, <clears throat> I, Tammy might need an exorcism, but that's not in my bag of tricks. So I can't, I can't offer that, but she's an angry little, she's an angry little beast. Yeah, well, so we left off last week with another episode that aired on Wednesday, which we have not yet talked about. So we need to go over the second episode that they dropped on us uh, last Wednesday because we didn't get a rose ceremony last Monday. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Canceled again. Canceled again. Um, so we got two rose ceremonies, though, I think, at, on Wednesday, if I remember correctly. But it started out with Hannah Ann on a date with Peter, and they, for some reason, were eating street food and smearing it all over each other's faces, which disgusting. I, I wanted to puke. But I do want to say that finally somebody got my message, just messy, kiss it up, laugh. <laughs> she finally saw an opportunity. It's unfortunate that it was mayonnaise. Or cheese? What was that? I uh, uh, I think it's mayonnaise. Honestly, I want to go, go on the record here and say that if you're going to do any kind of messy food kissing, it needs to be dessert, not mayonnaise, not hot dogs or whatever the heck they were eating. Like that's champagne was a gross. missed opportunity, but mayonnaise. <laughs> yeah, oh. no. Ugh. <sighs> That was hard to watch, hard to watch. And I also thought it was funny because he, he pushed that into her face and it got all over and she knew she looked ridiculous and you could tell she hated every minute of it. Yeah. But she did turn it around. So yeah. good for her. She didn't freak out. I also thought I wrote down that her dress, uh, she, again, she went with the wedding look. She looked like a Vegas hooker wedding uh, participant. Remind me what the dress looked like. A Vegas to- hooker. I mean, it was white lace it ended right under her backside and it was super low cut and this was for a day trip around wherever they were i mean it was weird it was bizarre i have to to google that i can't remember what it looked like it was weird so then when she had her 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 time with him to you know get serious or do whatever it is that he wants them to do um her beauty queen answers weren't working for her so She wasn't buying it. He wasn't buying it. So she immediately went for the tears and then he lapped it all up. Yeah, he loves himself some drama. 
loves it. And I also liked the part where he walked out on their dinner because he had to go get some time to himself. And she goes after him and ends up walking through one of the rooms that the producers are all gathered in. <laughs> and what's funny about it is that they're just sitting in this super romantic like dinner spot that they have all set up. And it's a candles everywhere, you know, basic set. She goes in her hooker dress, walking through the producer's room, and there are literally, it looks like my office, there are 300 coffee cups <laughs> on every available surface, but everyone cleared like roaches. You know they were all in there two seconds before. Scattered. Scattered. <laughs> Scattered like roaches so she could walk through this room. And it really kind of ruined it for me. It was like the fourth wall came down. And oh, it was so good. <laughs> that was funny. She's on the move. She's on the move. <laughs> <laughs> and then she had some kind of, you know, she talked him into keeping her again. Um, I, I'm not even, I, I don't know. I didn't pay attention to what she said. It was all garbage anyway. So then the group date on that, that night was the telenovela. I thought that was hysterical. Yeah, so good. Because that's, that's what he wants, I feel like. That's, that <laughs> is Peter's dream life he melodrama so much, so much drama he wants to tell a novella he's got it in his blood he can't help it god bless him god bless him it was hysterical i loved that they made my kenna the maid yeah. and they were really playing that up like the one in the background who never gets any attention mm-hmm. she's like this is my actual life kelly was a terrific abuela um can i just say that when you are handed lemons Turn it into lemonade like Kelly did, because here she gets this outfit that's not sexy at all. She's in a gray wig and glasses and like a fake butt or something. She was hysterical with the cane. Right. And then she made like a gross, like, kiss your abuela joke. (laughs) Incest is best or something. Oh, yeah, she did. (laughs) Good for her. (laughs) It was so funny. I enjoyed that so much. Don't take yourself seriously. Laugh. Have fun. That's what guys like. Right. Kelly, Kelly's a winner in my book. And then what Chris Hansen had me rolling. I, I swear I fell off the couch when he came in in the mustache. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> he's given up on life. He's like, you know what? I'm out. I do not care. I, think I do not care. So I will do it. literally anything. I think he should be in more. I want to see more yeah. of Chris Hansen because he makes me laugh every single time he's on the screen. Yeah. Reminds me of my days as an actor. I'd be like, <laughs> I will do literally anything for money. Ah. I will put on a mouse outfit or a blue man, uh, blue man suit, <laughs> blue man group suit. I do not care. <laughs> I mean. I just not- loved it. Yeah. Okay. The telenovela was super, super fun. And so who ended up going home that night? It was my Kenna. He sent her home, right? Oh, and the other one that keeps fighting, Tammy. Oh, Tammy. Yeah. Was it, wasn't it? Yeah. Well, Tammy really just went off the deep end. I think you're right yeah. about the exorcism. She just went crazy. She went after my Kenna for not being here for the right reasons. And yeah. my question to them is always, why is it your business? Right. What do you just, care? Just play the game. Do the <laughs> thing you're supposed to do. Right. Like, you think she's the only one that wants to hashtag herself and get something out of this hell? (laughs) Tammy, you know you're doing the same thing, so back off. It's so stupid. It's like, you know, they're all doing it, so just knock it off already. So I thought it was, 
I don't know. I wasn't a big fan of my Kenna anyway, so I didn't care that she went home, but it was definitely beyond time for Tammy to go home. Wait, did my Kenna go home? She did. Yeah. She didn't get a rose that day. Oh, that's right. That's right. On the double date. Well, <laughs> he should have he should have sent her home immediately when he sent Tammy home instead of making her sit right. through the rose ceremony. Right. But she, uh, what, uh, what was I going to say? Oh, okay. you know, it seemed like pretty clear on their one-on-one that she didn't, she was all of a sudden like, wait, I'm 23. I'm not going to get married in this reality show hell engagement telenovela. You know, all of a sudden I think it all, but he didn't see it, but I saw it. Yeah. Did that make any sense? She was all yeah. of a sudden, I feel like she's like, I'm 23. I'm on a TV show that is going to trap me into getting engaged, I'm, <laughs> you know, to someone who's just okay. Yeah, I don't, I, I think she was fine with going home. It wasn't like she had a big major meltdown or anything about it, which is she good. She wasn't dramatic enough. She didn't, you know. I right. love how a few of the gals, like Kelly and Hannah, they didn't really cry. Kelly, did she cry? She was just humiliated. But like, I didn't see a lot of girls like that were that upset leaving. No. So, like, yeah, I mean, it, it was bruised. It's weird. It's like the tears on this season come during the show, not at the rose ceremony. It's almost as if they are relieved to be going home. Right. And they're like, yeah, it's like ego bruised. It's not, it's not heartbreak. Uh, yeah. And I really, it, then fast forward to this week's episode. Right. So we're talking Monday night now. Yeah. Uh, I, we're finally down to the final four. So that means I'm actually going to remember people's names now. Thank goodness. Yeah. But I mean, I am not impressed with these women at all. They're boring me to tears. And there is a new article out in People Magazine right now <laughs> that is just making me laugh out loud. So good. ABC exec can't confirm or deny theory that Peter Weber ends up with a Bachelor producer. <laughs> I mean, just I, I just love when they say cannot confirm or deny. You know, it's you're confirming it. Yeah, pretty you much. <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> and I'm denying it, you would deny it. Listen to this article. This is so much fun. This would actually be the most dramatic finale in Bachelor history. Now that Peter Weber is down to just four women, Hannah, Anne, Madison, Kelsey, and Victoria, rumors are flying over whom he will choose. One option is none of them. A recent thread on Reddit posits that Weber, 28, actually ends up in a relationship with a producer from ABC dating in the series named Julia LaPlaca. The Reddit thread points out that Weber's father posted a photo from New Year's Eve of La Placa out to dinner with the family in New York City. Oopsie-daisy. Uh-huh. The thread also notes that La Placa has been tagged in photos while wearing Seattle Seahawks attire, which is Weber's favorite football team. And sure enough, here's a photograph of Peter and this producer with his family on New Year's Eve. Oh, my God. With Peter's family? Uh-huh. And there's another picture of the two of them at the Los Angeles International Airport that looks like it was posted by her. Um, wow. was, it, was it before the series? It's before the series aired. Uh, the two of them together on set. Mm-hmm. Like a selfie. Do you know why this happened? 
Because, the, yeah, well, tell me. I know, yeah. but you tell me. No, I will tell you. Besides the fact that those women are duds, he kept saying, like, my biggest fear is that this isn't going to work out. Okay. Do you know about energy? Do you know about self-fulfilling prophecy? Do you mm. know about, like, mm-hmm. if you say it, it will, you know, stop saying that because you <laughs> are making it happen. You've, you've just sealed your own fate. Stop saying that this is your biggest fear. Yeah, the power of words is very important. Exactly, exactly. Words, he, mani- he manifested it himself. Words are very popular, are very, very powerful. I agree with that. Yep. So you're he right. He has been he very it. negative. Yeah. He has said it so many times, starting from like the second episode. He's like, my biggest fear is that this isn't going to work. My biggest fear is that whoever I pick isn't going to like me back. You know what? You manifested that yourself. Yeah, that's a good um, piece of advice for anyone doing anything if you are trying to have positive things come to you Mm -hmm. put positive things into the energy around you exactly i mean put speak positive words speak i mean you know the bible says that that life and death are in the tongue Mm -hmm. the power of life and death are in the tongue that's true it what we speak becomes reality so be careful yes and i've been watching him do this all along and i was like you're right you're going to make it happen. Speaking of the Bible, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> can we back it up? We have a new twist. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, what's her name? Maddie. Maddie. Maddie, all of a sudden, she's like, P.S. I'm never going to have sex with you until, <laughs> until our honeymoon. Yeah. So that's, days, I, I want to say good for her for actually saving this information until later in the show. So she's not judged. Totally. I want to, that's the way to do it. And he would have also, a real day with that. And he would have freaked out. Right. And, and I noticed, cause I'm on a few bachelor pages on Facebook. There were, there are people saying, why in the heck would you go on this show if you're a virgin? And I'm thinking, well, why wouldn't you? For, yeah. for one, first of all, let's please stop in 2020 making virgin a bad word. It's just another yeah. choice that people make. And I think it's silly when people are like, oh my God, how is she, why is she a virgin? Well, maybe she doesn't like STDs and, or unwanted. You no, know, and it's also, it might be semantics. It could be like Bill Clinton being like, I did not have sex. <laughs> right. We don't. Because he didn't have like actual intercourse. intercourse. Hopefully that's what she means. So well, she could be like totally slutty, but still be a virgin. Well, whatever her reasons are and what, however, far she's gone that's her business um first base second base. i don't, I don't need to know base. i don't need to know but it is going to put a, a jam in my usual um uh the you know the overnight episodes yeah when yeah. they go to the fantasy suites mm-hmm. i always mm-hmm. call that the herpes roulette episode I mean, why, why do they have to go all the way with that stuff i Just, don't like, i don't know you know, I don't know, but I find it gross because literal oh, statistics, gross. it's gross because statistics say that one in four people have herpes. So when we yeah. get down to the final four, I'm always like, ah, it's the herpes roulette show. <laughs> um, which one of them has it? You know, somebody has it. And so now that's kind of put a, um, a dent in my, um, my statistics. Just statistic. a, small, a small dent. Yeah. So it's going to be what? One in three now. <laughs> so. Uh, two things quickly. When you read the final four, you said Hannah Ann. I did. Oh, I thought you, I thought we said she went home earlier. No, Mike Kenna. 
Oh, I got those two confused. Oh, oh, okay. Um, okay, that. Now, also, back to uh, Maddie. She talked a lot about the Lord. Yes. She, yeah, I find that awkward. She and then, did. But he, she said the Lord a lot. Again, with the Lord. Um, and so he doesn't know what to say because he's not religious very he's like i was raised christian but you know it could be stronger stronger and then all of a sudden he's like you know i struggle with that like no you don't you don't struggle with that (laughs) you're just saying stuff he literally started talking gibberish i know he got very uncomfortable uh uh, and then he he started like clearing his throat however (laughs) that was a very she needs to bring that up if that's something that's important to her because if you're going to marry someone and have kids with them you need to make sure you're on the same page with faith and values and but you know what she did? <laughs> as soon as he essentially like got super uncomfortable, admitted that he's not religious, but like then tried to backpedal a little bit, like keep her on the hook, and then cleared his throat and changed the subject. All of a sudden, she's like, "I'm so glad to hear that you love the Lord." Yeah, that was that was Maddie. Weird. Maddie, no, no, that's not what he said, honey. <laughs> her hormones, like, just like overtook her brain cells completely and she's like he said he loves the lord yeah that's unfortunate because that's a big red flag i mean one of the biggest problems between people uh relationships is that one person is more religious than the other that it doesn't cause problems when you're dating and even married without kids but the second you have children it becomes a huge issue of course, yeah. Because now the question is, how are you going to raise them? Do you raise them to believe in God or you raise them not to? Do you take them to church or don't you? And like, that's a big deal to people. It, it actually is. And people, youngins like to believe that it's not and just blow it off. And uh, yeah, beware, fire beware. It even comes down to questions like, do we baptize or not? Right. And yeah. that can be very, very upsetting to families. Like if you have a fan, if you're, you're, cause you don't just marry a person, you marry their family too. Mm-hmm. So now you have maybe a Italian Catholic family on one side that is, that is completely, you know, going to be wrecked if you don't mm-hmm. baptize your baby. And right. on the other side, you have a family that is agnostic or atheist or whatever, and, and they're going to be upset if you do. So you have to get these things worked out immediately. Absolutely. He's going to get the Lord kicked out of him when he gets to Alabama. They are going to come down hard on him. Yeah. I don't think that he's going to end up with her. And I think it's going to be this issue. Um, Well, they'll make it that issue. It's got to be something. He really liked her though. He does. And he told her that he's falling in love with her. Didn't he? Yeah. I couldn't tell who was saying what on the previews for next week, but somebody's dad told him basically to, shut the hell up about that falling in love business. <laughs> no, I saw that. Yeah. I'm guessing it was Maddie's dad. Yeah. Well, Maddie's this is... dad seemed like a hard ass. And it's funny because she's like, I just love my dad, you know, because he's so gentle and he loves our family <laughs> because of the Lord. And, <laughs> and, uh, and then the previews, I'm, I, I'm pretty sure it was him. He was like, yeah, he's like, get out of my house, son. <laughs> Basically. Yeah, I I think if Peter does end up with a producer, oh, that just makes it even worse. You know, all this. All of it for nothing. All of it for nothing. I mean, well, I'm kind of rooting for the producer now because none of these girls are are anything I would 
I don't know. I don't get it. I, they're just, they're just not working for me. Can we talk about Victoria F? Yeah, boy, she has a lot of growing up to do. I'll tell oh. you what. And the fact that he can't see it and that she, every time he's with her, she starts a fight with him. I mean, and, right out of the gate, she picked a fight with him. It's amazing. He loves, it. he loves himself a telenovela. He does. He instantly jumps in. He's like, why are you mad at me? And then all of a sudden he's like, but why are you mad at me? What have I done? You know? <laughs> And I, yeah. Uh, and and then uh, when he and that's that on that date where it's the three on one and it's so he gives. Uh, I keep wanting to call her Jessica, but it's Victoria. I don't know why she looks like a Jessica to me. Victoria F. He gives wow. her a rose, and I love how they made it look like he was going to send her home because yeah. they were standing in front of a truck. Right. And he, but he's holding the rose, so I knew he was going to give it to her. Right. And he gives it to her and sends her off. And because the next time he sees her is going to be with her family. Right. And he comes back to either give the rose to Hannah Ann or Kelly. And he ends up giving it to Hannah and sending Kelly home because she's the only mature one in the group who would actually be a decent girlfriend. And he can't have that because he likes the telenovela. Exactly. And what happens is Hannah Ann bursts out into what can only be described as the world's fakiest fake tears. And I couldn't find audio of it. So Maureen has graciously agreed to do a reenactment of the fake tears. Go ahead. Her cry, her cry is so funny. I'm, I feel like it goes like this. <laughs> and she was conveniently covering her eyes. And, and her, stops. So, it stops so, abruptly. so that you can't see any tears. And also her whole body is shaking yeah. uncontrollably. And we can't figure out why she's crying because she got the rose. She got the rose. She just, it was a stressful day. <laughs> we had a little breakdown. It sounded like that. If anyone wow. wants me to do it again, you just post your comment and I will <laughs> do one for you on your voicemail. I'm not going to do it to you right now. It's that painful. But, uh, <laughs> Wow, I mean, oh, you know they totally set Kelly up too for humiliation, right? How oh, yeah. many times do they get her? To, you knew she was going home the second she was like, "I'm an attorney." I mean, these are children. Of course, he's keeping me. Like they, I'm um, stop setting her up. We know what you're doing. She had a good point, though. She had a good point. Oh, of course she did. But you know they egged her on. They're like, "You're an attorney." And she's like, "Yeah, I'm an attorney." <laughs> They're like, "Can you say that again?" I'm an attorney. I'm. These are children. You know? Poor Natasha didn't really get a chance. She finally had her first one-on-one -on -one with Peter and he sends her home. Yeah. I, I actually really liked her and he just never gave her any time. What, what's, her, uh, what's her story? Is she, she seems like an attorney or something as well. She's very put together. I don't know what she did. No, she's not an attorney. I know that she only, Kelly's the only one that was an attorney. Right. No, they would have, they would have flaunted that. And we know time. she's not a flight attendant because he axed all of them. So I'm oh, not right. sure. <laughs> I don't have my cheat sheet, so I don't know what she is. But she Probably seemed. Probably not a beauty queen. She's, she seemed really, you know, intelligent and. Right. She seemed like she had a lot to offer, and he never tried to find out what that was. Oh, I did like when he was sending Kelly home. Yeah. How he said to her, you know, I've struggled because of how we met and wondering if that was a sign. And I'm thinking yeah. the whole time, no, she set that up. That's why you met. Right, right. <laughs> and that's so like, once again, hopeless romantic, as she called him. That's mm -hmm. the main reason he kept her. 
He's like, well, it was in the stars. Like, Peter, get out of the stars. This is real life, although it's not, so. True. Okay, and then getting to the, what I think I want to name this episode, because I didn't didn't say that at the beginning, but I think I'm going to call it Mom Jeans and Baby Tears. Mm-hmm. We got to get to the mom jeans. Another, another uh, camel toe for Kelly. Oh, they keep. It was a white camel toe on Kelly. In this episode, every single girl was wearing high waisted mom jeans, but they were spray painted on so tight. I kept wondering. The only thing I was thinking while I'm watching them is, are they breathing properly? And they're all going to get yeast infections. I mean, it was just gross yeah and it's got to be really uncomfortable why were they all why are they putting them in these jeans that make their butt look twice as big as it is i think because big butts are in wow i don't know i i will never embrace this i just can't they look like humpty dumpty and we did that but i feel like it was by accident like that was all their those were the only kind of jeans we were offered back in the uh what was it 80s 90s 80s and 90s but here's the thing about our jeans when during the 90s, if you remember, they were pleated and they had yeah. room, they had room in them. They, they weren't they were roomy. They were baggy. They were, it was like a whole style. <sighs> I mean, they weren't great, but they also weren't painted on. So you had camel toe and all sorts of other issues going on. Right. Um, and I just, I, I'm not, I just don't get it. I don't get this new style of jeans. And I'm hoping to God that it goes away soon because I can't look at it anymore. It's just gross. I agree. <laughs> so I'm, I'm rooting for, I think I'm rooting for the producer at this Me too. point. Me too. And Can I bring up a, a quick sidebar on Kelsey. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Kelsey. Mm-hmm. Um, do you think that if they ended up together, which they're not, cause he's with the producer, <laughs> that she would flip and become like a total psycho, like, a boil the bunny yes type yeah me too she does have that vibe and i oh it's just the constant crying and the mm-hmm. uh it just says lifetime of antidepressants to me that's all i can think of when i see her oh. so i don't think she's gonna end up in the final two i i would be very surprised really but he loves it he eats it up and I she's think- pretty I think it's going to be the Jessica and uh, Jessica again with the oh Jessica. Oh my gosh, with the Jessica. <laughs> Victoria F. Oh. And Hannah Ann. That's my guess. Ew. That Victoria I F. Can... has powers. She has powers. She does. She knows it. Yeah, she knows how to string them along. She knows how to play that pull it away game. That's what she's doing. She's pulling it away from him and making him want it. Totally. Her and I think it's going to be uh, Kelsey. Do you think Kelsey's had a nose job? She has the tiny. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I wonder, the cartilage she, is damaged. How can she breathe through that little tiny thing? Uh, I don't know. But if she gets any more plastic surgery on it, she's not going to have a nose left. It looks she like there's hardly stop. any nose. It's like a little, it's not, she's very pretty. It doesn't look like a pug, but it just reminds <laughs> me of a, a pug nose. Because it's difficult to breathe through. Yeah, it it doesn't look good. And unfortunately, plastic surgery, when they start it so young, it just gets worse and worse. So I hate to see her in 20 years. It's an itty bitty nose. Oh, God. 
Now everyone's going to notice. Like, look look at that tiny window. Well, there's already a meme, which I posted on our Facebook page, which you can find at Bachelor It Up on Facebook. There's a meme of her next to Michael Jackson already. I didn't make it. Someone else did. Oh, I have to check that out. And it is, it's really accurate. (laughs) Yes. So just to remind you guys, we are on iTunes. You can find us and subscribe to Bachelor It Up on iTunes. You can also find us on Facebook at Bachelor It Up, where we put funny memes. And I'm probably going to post this People article because this is fun. And I, and I guess we'll find out some more next week. Is next week the week we get to see um, Peter's mom have a total meltdown? And Oh, gosh. I wonder what – do you think that's about the producer? <laughs> yes. Peter, <laughs> she should be on a telenovela as well. This is how he was raised. Oh, yeah, Peter, now, go get her. Yes, I think that's it. I think you figured it out. Now that now that makes a lot more sense. Yeah. Because why would his mother be invested in any of these girls? But if she met that producer before the show even started mm. and she was hanging out with the family? Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. and did you notice in the clip uh, where Peter's having his mental breakdown and he's laying on the bed, there is a woman sitting next to him that is not one of the contestants and she quickly gets up and moves out of the room. What? Megan, you really spotted something there. I think so. I didn't recognize, I don't think she's one of the contestants. Let me just say that. It looks like there's somebody else there who is uh, like a, a female we haven't seen before. But it's very quick. Like she just gets up and walks away as soon as the camera's there. So I have to check it out. Uh huh. Uh huh. So anyway, that's that, and I think that's it for this episode. Uh, we did a pretty good job. We stayed under thirty minutes. Yay! Hey, that's it out, people. <laughs> so next week we will be back with uh, more of the telenovela that has turned. Um, Peter into a sniveling sad sack of a man. Little girl. (laughs) We'll have more for you next week on Bachelor It Up. Bye!